Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. So, Billy, give us what, um, what you wanted to do this weekend, what army you played, and give us a quick recap of your games. All right, so I took uh, dwarfs. I've been running them a lot this year. I've built a new dwarf army. I've talked about it before, I think, on the show very similar to what I've been running, but with 2,750 points, you get to kind of take all the toys, which is really nice. So, um, just briefly uh, round out my list. I had a Horde of Ironclad with Brew of Strength, uh, Horde of Iron Guard, Horde of Earth Elementals, Stone Priest with Martyr's Prayer, because it's second edition, you gotta do it, uh, Greater Earth Elemental, a two regiments of Brock Riders, one with Speed, one with Pathfinder, uh, the Ubiquitous Berserker Lord with the Bladed Beast Slayer, uh, the King on Large Beast with Nimble, uh, two regiments of Throwing Mastiffs, and an Army Standard Bearer with the Elude of Insatiable Darkness, two regiments of Rangers, Hernius, and the Hernius Formation. I believe that's all. So, my expectations this weekend, um, honestly, this is a very difficult room. Uh, the Forge GT is basically the last chance for people in the Southeast to make the Masters team, so um, it's usually, it's a, it's a smaller event, and usually it's full of really great players and so it's it's really hard to do well uh, my last two years I think I ended up bottom half because I just struggled so my goal really was just to kind of do better than that and maybe win more games than I lose and uh, yeah so going through my games really quickly uh, game one I was challenged by Dwayne Richardson who is awesome we were playing plunder uh, we we're both playing dwarves just about a mirror match. I mean, almost the exact same armies. Um, but it was a, a heck of a lot of fun. I ended up taking the W, um, but we really had just a great time. We laughed and talked about dwarves, and it was just great. In game two, I was matched up against Todd Good Gracious Perkins, who I've never actually gotten to play, which is uh, which was awesome, because he's a really, really swell guy. Um, he was playing some Basilean Filth, and... Uh, I, I positioned pretty well, and my dice were pretty good, and um, but it was a super tight game. I think probably the tightest, just most even matched back and forth that all weekend, I feel like. So, really great game, and Todd's an excellent opponent, a rad dude to hang out with. Then in game three, my nemesis, John Blakemore. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm currently still 0-2 against John Blakemore. Um, but he was playing dwarves. Uh, not quite a mirror match, but, you know, dwarf on dwarf action. Um, we were playing uh, Pillage with seven tokens. And, you know, I think we both played a really solid game. Uh, we didn't, a couple of us made one or two mistakes here or there. And then when that happens, you know, the games usually come down to dice. If, if, if both of us are playing solid and we're not really messing up and we just, it's all about dice. And so, Unfortunately for me, it hit me this time, and uh, I ended up I ended up taking the loss on that one. But it was a decent, uh, not a big adjustment. I think I still scored five. So um, because we were both killing quite a bit of stuff, but that was a fun game. 
then on Sunday, uh, we played games four and five. So uh, Sunday morning, I got matched up against Shelby Perkins. And just like her, dear old dad is also delightful. And I got to play her at a one-day event uh, a few weeks ago, and that was a lot of fun. So she's been playing Empire of Dust. And I think fortunately for me, I play against Empire of Dust a lot. Uh, local Devlin Smith plays them, and so I, I kind of know all the things that they can do, and so I think that really helped me out. We were playing Loot, which is a worst-case scenario for my army, but fortunately, since we're both so slow, it kind of worked out in our favor. Especially because so you can't surge. It, it worked out well, especially since you can't surge things with tokens. It worked out well for me. So. Um, I was able to use my shooting advantage to kind of pick away stuff that I didn't want fighting me, and then I was able to use the terrain to kind of set up unfavorable charges. Um, and then towards the end of the game, after I'd picked up two tokens, she still had a very strong uh, my left flank, and I was able to just throw stuff in front of her and keep her from getting my tokens, and uh, you know keep locking down the bone dragons, keep locking down the giants, and the stuff that can get around and hurt me. And uh, it just worked out. I ended up taking the win on that one. All right, then moving on to game five. I ended up playing Brian Tucker in game five, and it was awesome. Uh, we were playing Control. And honestly, I really enjoy playing Control with dwarves. I feel like they can, can do pretty well at it. This was another one of those cases where I, we, I think we both played really well. Maybe we both made a few mistakes that we would have changed, but um, you know, that the dice, gods are fickle and so at the beginning of the game my dice were on and his were off and then towards the end of the game it just complete 180 his were on fire and mine were just garbage and unfortunately when you're playing dwarves they've got to play the long game and if your stuff is dying on the last few turns there's not really a lot you can do to recover and especially when your opponent takes multiple heliquin regiments and runs over units uh, it makes it hard. So it was a really good game. I haven't played Brian in several years, so that was really nice. Um, and, a, and a good way to send off second edition. So, yeah, good times. How about you, Rob? So for this, you, you mentioned it. It's a really tough room. But I also wondered, uh, since it was going to be the last second edition tournament, um, and it's 2750, if we wouldn't see more wonky lists or more interesting lists than we would normally see in an event like this. Um, and so... Basically, the Sunday before the event, I sat down and said, what do I want to play? And I actually may have mentioned it like a week before to you. I said, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe playing goblins, mounted goblins. And so, yeah, Sunday came around and, and I actually pulled out models and figured out what I could do. So it was an almost all-mounted list. So it's 11 troops of Fleabag Riders, five troops of Sniffs, one regiment of Fleabag Riders, one regiment of Goblin Chariots, three hordes of Trolls, and two Giants. And that's the list. No characters, no inspiring. What? Well, you know what? My attitude was, I didn't, th going into it, I didn't think I could, even if I had two or three sources of inspiring, and if they were mounted, how do I get it to all the places that I needed? I got 23 units, right? I think there's, I don't know, 30... 30 something unit strength so I'm like how do I how do I get it there so I just play the different game which is I'm not gonna spend any points on heroes and I'm just gonna take more units and uh, I thought it would be really fun to play I thought you know all that 10 speed with nimble would be amazing and, and I will say this when you see the pictures on the counter charge Facebook page I think it looks awesome 
when I'm piling all that stuff on a flank and there's like, they're coming over the hill, it's just like Pelennor Fields, man. Or Helm's Deep. When Aylmer comes across over the hill with Gandalf and all the Rohan Rim and they come down the thing and da -da -da, that's what I felt like. I mean, I had, I was running at them. I also, thinking about it, knew that this army wasn't going to do great in attrition. I wasn't going to kill very much stuff because everything is, you know, most of my stuff is seven attacks hitting on fours with Thunder 1. And it's also 9-11 nerve. So when I get touched back, I typically die, right? I think in the long game, I said, okay, thinking about it, I said, well, maybe uh, scenario-wise, there's probably some scenarios, some scenarios that I'm going to be good at. Um, loot is the one that jumps out at me the best, right? I think, man, I'm fast army. So game one, we rock up. We're playing Plunder against um, Jackson Blakemore, who I challenged. I only challenged down guy, sorry. I don't ever challenge. I mean, if, if a great player wants to come down and beat me, I'll take the challenge, but I'm not going to reach up. Okay, that's just stupid. Always challenge down, folks. Okay, and if he's 13 years old, even better. So I challenged Jackson, and I love Jackson. Billy can chime in a little bit because Jackson's just a fun kid to play. He is. He takes it as good as he gets. He talks trash, but it's all well intentioned and well humored. And every time uh, I have interactions with him, every t every next opportunity to meet him and speak to him it's obvious that he is growing in the game and he's getting better and better and better now he's playing Basilean that's not the army that my army wants to play because it's all defense 5 iron resolve heal flying yada 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 but uh, essentially um, I had enough units that I could get you know there's for those who don't remember plunder that's five tokens two, one of which for each player is worth two points right so there's five tokens and two of them are worth two the rest, and the other three are worth one. Um, basically, I was just able to just throw the horde at him. He killed almost my whole army. Um, but at the bottom of six, um, I had damaged up an Alohi horde through a million paper cuts to the point where I was able to get him. I took the, another two-point token. It swung a draw to a win in my favor, but through attrition, it was 12-8. So, cool. My reward for such a victory was to play John Blakemore, his dad, in round two. Um, not only that, we got to play Dominate. So let's just cut to the chase. It was an ass kicking. Because me moving my stuff into the Dominate Circle into Defense 6, backed up by a plethora of Flame Belchers, did not end well for me. I did not kill a single model. And the only thing I had left was two Giants. So 19 to 1 loss. Game 3. Super fun. Got to play J.J. Jones for the very first time. He's out of Atlanta. Um, he's playing Empire Dust. We're playing Pillage. And the way it was deployed, I had three tokens. And, and as it sat, um, so there's three tokens on my side, one deep in his deployment zone, or, or two in his deployment zone, and kind of two on the center line. And I thought, okay, I think I'm going to win this because I've got three locked up. I just need to get one more. And long story short, I just had enough stuff to whittle him down. Well, I shouldn't say whittle him down. Just enough stuff that he just couldn't... Once I got the tokens, it was really hard to, to get, you know... I, there's a horde, I just throw another horde. I just put a troop in front of it. He kills that one, I just put another troop in front. You just, you know, you just keep feeding him stuff and you just can't get to it. So, yeah, it was a great game. JJ's an awesome player if you haven't had a chance to play him. He's got a really cool army. It's an it's a Empire of Dust, but he's got like this... It's, it's Aztec-themed dwarves. And it's like these robots, it's basically these automatons, and they're all patinaed, and, and it's really well done, and it's, great. it's a great theme. And um, let me just cut to the interview that I have with JJ Wright here. All right. 
Welcome back to Counter Charge. I am here at the Forge GT. We've just finished day one. We're with the the magnificent. <laughs> the one part of the, the two-part sandwich, J.J. Yeah. Jones, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the J.J. stand for? Uh, John Joseph. John Joseph Jones. That is impressive. Yeah. You're like the Triple J. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why don't you talk to us a little bit. I know you were on before and we talked to you about uh, where you're from, mm -hmm. but what list did you bring to this event knowing 2750 is a big, big number? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to have to admit that I mostly brought what I had painted. I did the same thing. <laughs> See, there you go. Because uh, while, you know, I could have made like a tuned up list or something like that, I would have had to paint a ton more. Third edition just came out. So, all right, what do I have painted? All right, that's my list now. <laughs> what did you bring? Uh, I've got Idol of Sobek. So you brought Empire Dust. Yes, Empire yep. Dust. Yep. Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, running Empire Dust. Got Hoarder Revenants. Two regiments of enslaved guardians, two regiments of mummies, both uh, one with uh, Diadem of Dragonkind, the other one with uh, hand grenades, so I got something to throw at people. They're part of the formation because it's Empire Dust and they're, they're second edition, so you yes. gotta keep them. Uh, a couple of Cursed Eye Priests with some spells on them, some uh, scavengers to hopefully knock out some folks here and there, Shobek, Apophis, Mortibris, and I think that's it. All yeah. the legendary characters. Yeah, because they, they soak up all those points, but so I don't have to paint them. Chariots. No. I thought chariots were supposed to be the bee's knees in second edition. They are, but I don't own any chariots, okay. so. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Well, see, all mine are old dwarves, so I mean, you know. That's true. Why don't we talk about the uh, oh, yeah. the, the modeling because it's unique? Mm -hmm. Dwarf army. Just talk a little about that. Well, I had picked up a bunch of dwarves at a uh, swamp meet at Gigabyte's Gaming Cafe. We go there, you know. Every uh, week, every week, twice, maybe. Three <laughs> if we live closer, we might. Um, but so I picked those up and was like, oh, I was looking through the dwarf list, like, okay, I could be normal, and make a dwarf army, and then sort of play testing back when I was first starting out. Uh, I think last year, November, it's been about a year we've been playing. Wow, uh, and didn't quite like how they played. Tried abyssal dwarves, didn't quite like how they played, and then looking through the book and like, okay, I'm sick of getting wavered. I don't want to get wavered anymore. So I was like, oh, Empire Dust, everything is fearless, and I don't have to worry about it. Uh, so it was like, okay, so I've got all these dwarf things, they're going to be Empire Dust now. So I thought, why not, instead of making it more skeleton, sort of uh, uh, like Egyptian mummies and things like that, it's like, okay, other places have mummies too, where's another place to have the mummies? Uh, like Aztec stuff, so yep. I made all my guys look sort of uh, bronze and timpanied, and so that, that's kind of their theme, is that they're more Aztec mummies rather than Egyptian mummies. Uh, and dwarfs, because that was the model they had. Right. Well, it, it works, though, right? Yeah, yeah. They look undead. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Modrons were just like, okay, what would a dwarf army put their enslaved guardian? Because I was looking through the, the lore on them, and they're apparently bound genies to, uh, like, suits of armor. I was like, okay, what would dwarves make? Like, okay, they got to make big automatons. And I was looking through, like, the D&D minis, like, oh, Modrons, perfect. So exactly. throw those guys on there. And for those of us that are not clued into D&D, what is... Modron. Oh, wow. One is a Modron. Uh, Modron is a extra planar automaton? Uh, there that is, doesn't help. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so there is the setting in uh, Old Dungeons & Dragons that uh, is Planescape, and you go to all these different planes, and one of them is sort of this... I think it's for the lawful neutral alignment, and it's all mechanized. And Modrons, they are essentially a joke because they're all different shapes of dice, uh, because like the, the I noticed Modron. your models look like yeah I was like, that is a weird looking model <laughs> yeah uh, so he look he's a D six yeah one 
Uh, they're ones that are like D8 size and the other sizes too. Are those good? They look good. Good, good job. Doesn't count if you don't blow it up. <laughs> She's like, I'm too cool for that. I'm, I'm good. too cool for that. There you go. That's your future, right? Yeah. Some yeah. Oh no, we we're, we're definitely gonna be having kids. Yeah. Uh, we're waiting a couple more years because uh, I'm actually switching up careers. I'm gonna be doing. IT. So you're doing video stuff now? Uh, doing video stuff now. Gonna be doing. Uh, actually working on getting. Well, actually, okay. My degree is in film. I'm actually doing teaching right now and switching careers to being IT. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had done a bunch of IT stuff as a hobby and then also. Uh, yeah. For, uh, you know, learning that in school, yeah. so it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, and I had some medical stuff happen, and yeah, I, I needed a less stressful. So, how's your day going so far? Uh, pretty good. One win, one loss. I got to play Sean again, so that was pretty fun, honestly. One win, one loss. Yeah. Okay. Or no, excuse me. Uh, two losses, uh, one win. One loss. One, one win, two losses. Well, yeah. So you lost to Sean. Williams, lost to Sean. Big surprise. We yeah. all lose to Sean Williams. Uh, I was doing pretty well for a couple turns, and then it just. Uh, That's what he does, though. Yeah. It's yeah. that southern gentleman, and all of a sudden he reaches around <laughs> and he grabs you by the underbelly and yanks you down. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then who'd you play in the second round? Uh, second round I had. I had second round. Oh, second round I had the ringer. That's why I had Nathan. Yeah, Nathan was really fun to play. Nathan's a late, even when yeah. he's competitive and playing a serious game, he's yeah. super, probably one of the funniest guys from Alabama to play. I agree. He's yeah. a nut, and when and his best part is when he he rolls and he rolls a crappy roll, mm -hmm. and he knows it's not what he needed. He gets angry, but he, he just, <laughs> he's this big. For those who don't know, Nathan's a oh, big yeah, hulking yeah. of a man, yeah, yeah. and he's demonstrative, but he never takes it out. You know, he's just like, oh, I can't believe it, yeah. and then he's over it. And then he moves on. I really want to play him in like a real, in an actual tournament because his list wasn't. Good. It's a ringer list, yeah. right? Yeah. Even though it was pretty good, if I, well, because when I made mine anti-shooting, and he was running a shooting empire of dust yeah. army. So it's well, let's like, talk about my <laughs> list. <laughs> so sixteen troops of Fleabag riders, five of which are the Sniffs. I guess that's the one with the, the bows, right? Yep, yep. One regiment of the Spear Fleabag riders, a regiment yeah. of chariots, three hordes of trolls. Two giants. Yeah. I think that's it. No inspiring. Yeah. And I had to spend 25 points because I couldn't, there was no units. So I gave like the the, the whip of celerity on yeah. one and then the brew of haste on another. Which didn't matter at all. No, in and it doesn't really matter. Funny, yeah. well, I didn't everything else to spend 25 points on. So, <laughs> so all right, we're playing pillage. Yeah. You've got a pretty elite list. Oh, yeah. What was, your, what, was your, what was your game plan? Uh, try and kill two to three units every turn because that's the and it seemed like you were doing it. Uh, yeah, it was working for a while. I mean, you killed nineteen fifty if I remember correctly in my list. Uh, I think seventeen. Seventeen fifty. A lot though. That's yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah. That's a two thirds of the list. Yeah. Which I mean, that's not bad, but it's still not enough to be able to kill her. Village is probably the only scenario that I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good because I'm starting yeah. with seven tokens on the board, three in my zone. I'm like, okay, you're not gonna get these three. No. We're fighting over basically two in the middle. Yeah. And as long as I can just throw in a unit. Throwing a unit. Just to keep me away from just everything. Just keep you away from it. Yeah. I was surprised you didn't, when I threw that first flea bag unit out there, I, I was surprised you just didn't smash it in the ground. Well, what I was hoping is I could do some other nonsense to then, uh, if I could shoot it off the board, I was just going to charge at your trolls once they got in the floor. Sure. And hopefully, you know, maybe do a few wounds and we get in the grind in there. But, uh, no, it just... Oof. Those are pussycats, dude. Charging <laughs> through the woods, you hit a fives. Uh, still. I, they're not going to do much. Mm. Yeah, I know. But 
I, well, also, I thought the entire game, I kept thinking your uh, Fleabag Rider set on fives for some reason. So the, the archers do. Yes, but I thought the regular, the spear Yeah, the guys regular guys are fours with thunderous yeah. charge one, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, now, of course, most of the time I was hindered on almost every charge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you were, like, right behind the wall, right on the woods. Yeah, it's almost which, as though I put it there. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like you planted it that way. Yeah. <laughs> So, what would you do? What would you do? Like you played three games so far. Yeah. What would you do differently with that army? Would you change something out? I know twenty-seven fifty is a lot of points, and yeah. you may not have the models. But if you could, what would you have changed up? I wouldn't have taken Showback even with his Iron Resolve. Uh, I'd probably change it out to a Bone Giant, and then have just for board coverage another horde of something. Uh, Chariots. No, <laughs> they don't, they don't come in words, so don't. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, that's the next edition. Next. Edition. <laughs> uh, but no, like another because I've been playing around, and I, I'm afraid I'm also out of practice for second edition because I've been having so much I, fun. The whole third. game, I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't disengage. I just yeah. There. That's like um, half the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, I have to bounce back. You have to bounce back, like all this other stuff. Like, oh wait, no. Oh wait, I'm not and then the, remember what the failings. Oh, I did yeah. not get any minus one to hit. Because that whole army mm-hmm. would, in third edition, mm-hmm. is legal, but I wouldn't want to play it because I mean, if I hit oh, a failings, failings unit, you're just yeah, yeah. I want my TC and a minus one to hit. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I mean, I don't kill much. I mean, I only kill like 700 points of your army. Yeah. But I mean, like an average army, you're thinking you're hitting on you know, a defense four army. You're probably knocking out a few units here and there with thunderous. Well, yeah, you would anyway, think. Yeah, but I played Bastlands. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Bastlands, and then I played all defense six dwarves. Oh, you just got unlucky draw. Yeah. So and, and the second one was was dwarves in dominate. So oh. I got the bonus of like getting into the circle and engaging this, this the defense six, and then have him shoot me with three flame belchers. <laughs> And the oh, no. the Gallic, the, uh, the 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 special silver behemoth. Yeah, yeah. And a flame priest mm-hmm. with wings, because no why one, not? Yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. And on top of it, a breath weapon. Like he just like shot the out of me. Like he would shoot one unit, it's mm-hmm. dead. Shoot one, and he was killing like four units a turn. I, I ended the game with two giants. So well, I feel good. I killed one of them, so that makes sense. Giants, well, yeah. I you should have killed both of them, I right? Yeah. Because you flubbed, you got snake eyes, which then gave me another turn. Yeah, because Shovit could have charged and had oh, two yeah. rounds of combat against the giant. He probably could have killed it. Yeah, that that would have the second giant. Oh yeah, and then knock him out, and then maybe I could have done some surging nonsense. Exactly, with him, but exactly. It didn't happen that way. So it's a fun game. Oh heck, yeah. village is a tough scenario. For an elite style army with yes. how many drops do you have in your list? Uh, probably ten at the. Because it was like I had half my army out, and then and you, you were done. done. Yeah. I was like, oh well, I guess I'll finish. And even that's even with I took the extra uh, cursed eye priest just to give me a couple, an yeah. extra drop. By the way, Mortarus was a good addition to your list because oh, yeah. I did have five troops that you know hitting on fives, making me hit sixes. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to hit an individual or a cover. I'm sevens. So it was. The yeah. shooting did absolutely nothing. No, that's all my list for Empire Dust. I always have more of a uh, He's like my go to taking guy, which is why in third, I'm probably in a different army because he's not there anymore. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. So you having a good time? Oh, heck yeah. Your first Forge. First Forge, yes. So last year, looking back, that was your first year in Kings of War. Yes. How did the first year go? What events stood out? Uh, what did you like about it? What are some things we can improve as a community? Oh, wow. That's going to be big questions here. Yeah. Uh, I'm really and truly, there's nothing, as far as community goes, there's nothing I mm-hmm. can see that needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, 
It was very nice, uh, always welcoming, especially me and my wife, which was difficult with some of the other games we played. Uh, I think it's just, uh, I honestly think yeah. we're an older crowd, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think you there's some point. maturity there that comes with it. Mm-hmm. I, that's just my hypothesis. I don't know if it's, that that's the why. Yeah. Maybe we're just super nice people, but I, I really think there's some maturity there. Yeah, I can see that. And maybe we're so desperate for players that we welcome everybody. We treat everybody <laughs> so nice. We're like, you want to play Kings of War with us? Oh, that's fantastic. Come on. We won't let it, we're not going to send anybody away. Yeah. Right? We're not 40K where we can just go. Oh, who cares about you? Yeah. 40K. Uh, there's 50 people want to play 40K. Yeah. Get in line. <laughs> uh, but no, that was really good. I, I, I will admit, I kind of like the smaller events. TNT was awesome, but. I like smaller events too. Yeah. 30, 25 to 30 is my favorite size event. Yeah. The 30 yeah, yeah. is like the sweet spot where it's big enough, you get enough play, you're not playing the same people all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's. Small enough where you will get to talk to every single player here. Yeah. TNT, you don't. 60, 70 players. Yeah, because there were a lot of folks there. It's just like, I never even know. And, and that's with. also part of a convention. So yeah. there's a lot of things pulling the people away when they're not at the table. They're yeah. distracted. Here, it's like we're here and we're just doing this. We're yeah. going to dinner and we're going to hang out. And, Heck yeah. Heck yeah. 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 So no, I would well, like uh, I do like the smaller events. Um, what events did you attend last year? Oh, good lord! Uh, probably too many. We went to uh, first one was Siege. Then we went to let's discover the next one. Discover yeah. GT. Uh, yeah. Ryan's event. Oh yeah. Ryan Tucker. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about it is because we uh, we live in Atlanta, we can just Uber down to where it was and Uber back home. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So we didn't have to pay for a hotel or anything. Um, and you had to Uber. And you didn't have to drive. Yeah. So it was at Fayetteville. It's in Fayetteville, Georgia, mm-hmm. right? We're basically the opposite side of Atlanta. I think. Right, so you're on the south side, is that right? Uh, north side. North side. Now, Marietta is where? Marietta's north side. And that's where George, That's where Gigabits is, right? Gigabits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, we're on the same side as them, so it's okay. much... We're not having to go through Atlanta to do anything. We go back roads. Right. It's like Atlanta and highways don't mix. No. Even when we I went to Tampa one time, we... we you go through Birmingham. Yeah. One time I made the Atlanta way, and I was like, oh, this was a dumb, dumb decision Ooh. on my part. Like, you learn. Like, yeah. Hey, you learn. You know? Because it says the GPS, like, oh, yeah, this will cut off X amount of time. Like, no, 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 I won't. Atlanta never cuts out. Yeah. So, what else? Uh, what other events? Uh, Axe Grinder. Yeah, team. that was a good one, right? Yes. I missed it, but I heard it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, that's moving to July this year, right? Oh, it is? Okay. I, or yeah, June? Yeah. June. It's part of ATC. Right, so Ameri- and ATC is moving up. I think that's it's right. Gym. That's right. So you're gonna try to get that one again? Yeah, I mean it's up in Tennessee, so yeah, we're definitely gonna try for it. Uh, we did get to TNT. Yep. And then was there anything else? And then this one. Was there another one in between? Uh, TNT's in August. Did you go to Sword of Kings? We did not. Okay. okay. So we didn't go and to then, that. So there's one. this one. Yeah. And you, did you go to Crucible? We did go to the Crucible. Yeah, yes. so there's the one you missed in October. Yes. Uh, no, and, and Corey would, and Cody would be like so angry if you forgot his event. Sorry. Yeah. No, that was a lot of fun. That was actually, we, um, I had been there before. I had been to the first one. It's a lot of fun. Super fun guys down there. Yes. Robert Lee is maybe one of my favorite people in the world. <laughs> he's crazy. He's, he's, he's crazy. I love him. Oh, they were all great because we hadn't gotten to meet Cody yet because yeah. uh, to meet a lot of the old hammer guys. Like, yes. Uh, Tom and Jim and everybody. They, they showed up in force. And you got to meet Polly. Yes. Polly Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. So I, got to play like, the, I got to play Jim and Polly. So that Jim. Not Jim Emmerich. It was Jim. Uh, Jimmy. Uh, Polly Sunshine or Jim? No, Jim Livers. John. Oh, my God. Yeah. So here's a funny story. I played Jimmy. I think it was like my second tournament ever. 
Wow. Yeah. And I show up to the table, and it's Warhammer. There you go. And you, Jimmy, he's he's nuts. <laughs> yeah. He shows up and he looks at the table. He's like, he goes over the tea. I was like, this is look at this table. Come on, you put all this terrain. I got orcs, man. I don't want this terrain. And I was like, I was like, Jimmy is just he's just if you don't know Jimmy, he's just nuts. Yeah, he is. So you had a good, good time man. against Jimmy. Oh heck. Who else did you get to play at Crucible? Uh, let's see. I played Jim, Paul. I actually got to play Patrick. So you got yeah. to play Paul. Yeah. That's a, Paul's a nut. Yes. Good player. Excellent player. The funny thing we got to because I was playing Vasilei at the time, we just got to yeah, uh, you know, talk about that. And I was running essentially the same list I had. And uh, you got to play. Does. You said Patrick. Yes, Patrick Justice. Okay, he's good. Good player. Oh yeah. But you I, get to play him all the time. Yeah. So, but and then, and then who else? Now you're trying to make him remember, and I can't remember. Well, they uh, must not left their, an impression. No, they on were you. all great. They were all wonderful. Were I they any old timer guys? Um, no, I can't. Uh, other than Polly and Jim, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to feel so bad when I look back at, uh, and look through my stuff. Were they people from Florida? Yes. Like Navi or... Uh, oh, oh, Jacob. Jacob, I got to play Jacob. Jacob Data. Yes. I got to play... Love him. He gives good hugs. Oh, man. He's, he's a good hugger. Yes. I got to play his uh, two... Oh, real. Okay, I got to play Jacob and Rick down there. Definitely. Rick, the yeah. historical guy normally? Yes. Was he running? Was he running like historicals? Uh, no. Um, Rick Parrish, I think is his name, right? Yes. He was running uh, Abyssals, too. Because actually him uh, and Jacob were both running Abyssals. Love it. I love yeah. it. I haven't got a chance to play Rick. He's uh, he's great, yeah. They're all great. Like you said, uh, yeah. that's a great crowd they have down there. Yeah. Did you get to... So you that was in Orlando. Yep. Did you make a, a trip, or you just went down to the tournament and head back? Oh, no, we did a trip. We spent an extra day down there because uh, uh, we both had the day off. So nice. we went out to one of the coasts to go on the beach. Uh, we'll probably go to a uh, like a calmer beach. We went out. To, was uh, it a lot of waves and wind? and? Yeah, it was rough, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So this is, is this the last tournament for you this year, or you got more? No, it was the last one for this so year. So what do you think of for next year? Uh, well, like I said, no for sure siege, and then we'll just go from there. Month by month. Yeah. I mean, uh, the nice thing is we don't have to, because we both enjoy doing it, it's not quite a, okay, we'll do this this month for you, and then this month for you, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. Because you guys are doing the same thing. Yeah. You're living the dream, as they say. <laughs> right? Trying to. And you got a Michigan State shirt on, which is amazing. <laughs> no, he's a Michigan State fan. So. Yeah. No, it's called being in Fargo and not understanding how their winners are. I just can't believe they, they, they had that like at a... Yeah, it was just such a good one. Okay. Uh, it was one of those funny That's things. impressive, man. Yeah. So I, That you're still wearing it, too, right? Because, you know, people are like, oh, you're from Michigan. That's awesome. Uh, I just, like, just like the shirt. It's just like I was wear cold. it. It's, it was cold. But, yeah, no. Oh. What army do you got planned for 3rd edition? You got anything new? Oh, uh, definite um, Northern Alliance. Northern Alliance is great. Oh, Those new resin, like that resin Chimera. I've already picked them up. So ridiculous. Oh, and then God. I get the Thunderwolves, which I know they're metal. I'm not a huge fan yeah. of metal. But they're so nice. Yes. And, and they hit on threes. Yes. I was like, ah. We had a Varnager player in our Slow Grow League. Mm -hmm. and, I, and obviously Varnager's not out. I said, why don't you just try your army as Northern Alliance? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, Thunderwolves hit on threes? Yeah. With Crush, with Thunder one? And they've got it's like nine, nine attacks, attacks, right? Yeah. Instead of my bullcrap seven or whatever. It's great. Like, they're really good. Yeah. And uh, they're probably going to change it, but the fact you can take four giants if you want to. It's that's like come on. Guys. It's nutty, guys. It's nutty. Well, because they even said the whole reason they made the Gallic's gun and upgrades, like, oh, we don't want you to take four things. Like, then why did you do it with Northern Alliance, guys? <laughs> so. 
So I have four of them in my car. Yeah. <laughs> so you like another alliance? You get oh, some yeah. games in? Do you get a lot of models already built? or? Uh, actually, running a lot of stuff on Universal Battle. I'm in the tournament they're running right so Adam Padley's tournament? Yep. Nice. Uh, so How's Adam Padley to talk with? Have you had a chance with him? I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, so who have you played in the tournament? <laughs> Jacob Data. <laughs> okay. That's funny. You get all the way in and you get, you get Jacob Data. Yeah. Uh, we actually, his on his uh, Twitch stream, he streamed it. And unfortunately, nice. you can't hear a bunch of my audio because I'm too far away from the mic. But uh, yeah, if you go hop on there, you can actually see the entire game. That's awesome. So we, we might try and do that. Uh, you got to play with some of the Malaysian guys or the guys from know, Singapore yeah. or the UK. That's what I was really hoping. I was like, oh, it's like first round. That was the whole reason I wanted to. It's like, oh, I get to play people all over the world trying out lists. Yeah. And then I get Jacob. I'm like, I just played you in a tournament, And it's man. like, you're like six hours away or eight hours away. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's not far. <laughs> He's a good guy, though. Oh, yes. Well, thanks for coming on and chatting with us. Heck yeah. Good yeah. luck tomorrow. Before yeah. we get off, though, let's talk about your podcast. Yes. Uh, What's it called? Nerdly Ever After. And how, what episode are you on now? Uh, we will be on nine, probably. I, so what's your release schedule look like? You're, uh, you're on nine? Nine. So You'll I'm trying releasing to nine. get back to uh, every two weeks. Okay, so twice a month. Twice a month, yeah. yeah. Um, I had some stuff happen and work. Right, and, yeah. so what, we haven't put one out since Friday. I get it. So <laughs> we're, we're slowly. Like for a while there, we're like three a week. And then it just kind of like, you get the cube kind of yeah. caught up. And you're like, all right, slow down a little bit. It's okay. People will listen to it in their good time. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, so where can we get the cast? We're on Podbean. I usually post it up on Fanatics and um, uh, worldwide and everywhere else. With your wife? Yes. We uh, we both we talk about Kings of War stuff for the first half. So that way, if you're and then the rest of the podcast, we'll talk about movies we've been watching or TV shows and video games. Things All like right, that. I got some TV shows. Mm. Have you seen? Have you been watching the new Watchmen TV show? Uh, I haven't. Oh, come but, on, man. But, but I, okay, a buddy of my, I, have, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Uh, mostly because we fit, we've been watching The Boys and a few other things like okay, that. Okay, let's talk about The Boys. Did oh. you enjoy that show? Yes. I was like, I kind of watched it, kind of like, hey, someone's like, you should watch this. Yeah. I watched one. I watched two. I literally binged the whole thing because I was yes. like, this is fantastic. It really it, is. I mean, I know that the stories are very different than The Watchmen, mm-hmm. but it, had, it left me with the same feel where you've got these yeah. folks that are flawed. Um, but they're drastically different. I, I get it. Yeah. And the endings and stuff are drastically crazy different. <laughs> but The Boys was amazing. Yes. Well, it's, uh, I've actually read... Um, the comic books? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, Garth Ennis is one of my favorite writers. He's the yeah. guy who created the series along with yep. um, Preacher and a few yep. other things. Preacher's a great show. Yes. But been during that, we want to watch... Uh, what is it? Carnival Row that just came yeah, out? Yeah, it's on uh, Amazon with... Yeah. Uh, or, uh, Legolas. Orla- Orlando Bloom? Orlando Bloom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Is, I know it looks well. We love um, Michelle and I both love like Victorian era stuff and yeah. like fantasy stuff. Yeah, Dickinson. Uh, say that again. Dickinson. She's an author. It's a it's, it's oh, I don't autobiography know. about her about the Victorian era. She's a writer, I think. No, I don't I know anything know else that. about. It. It's, it's the girl from Bumblebee. If you've seen Bumblebee, Bumblebee, she's in the show. <laughs> okay. So I think it's on. I think it's on Hulu. I'm not sure. Maybe Netflix. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check that out. All right. Out. What about... Uh, so you haven't watched Watchmen yet. I haven't watched Watchmen okay. yet. You excited about Disney Plus coming out with Mandalorian? Yeah. I mean, that looks... Well, it's nice, the little Easter eggs. They're not... They're showing, but not uh, beating you over the head with. Yeah. Like, the fact they got, like, an IG-88 assassin-type droid running around. In fact, he's using the gun from the holiday special and all this stuff. I'm like... Hilarious. Yes. But tongue-in-cheek, but done 
subvertly. Yes. Like, if you didn't know any of that stuff, it's just going to go over your head. Yeah, it's just like, It's just oh. a cool gun. Yeah, yeah. But it's an inside nod to the people that are hardcore, which, is which I love. Thing. Yes. That's the, when you can get those people that, you reward the people from their, for their years of, like, knowledge on things. Yeah. And, but don't beat people over the head with it. So people who have no idea are like, what? what? Why, why do I care about this? Right. Like the, the Rebels TV show when they introduced Thrawn. Like, I love that oh, show. My God. goodness. Yeah. Because, I mean, that just made me go back to the days of reading the extended universe. Oh yeah. Uh, Timothy Zahn, all that. Those yes. books are amazing. And Thrawn's, like, one of my favorite characters. I know. Yeah. Had they just brought Mara Jade or one of, I mean, I would have been like, okay. Uh, I yeah. could just stop now. I can just shoot me in the head. Awesome. Well, I love it. Since Luke has changed around how Jedi work with they don't actually get married and all. Yes, like, I get it. I know. It's, it sucks because she's such a great yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Taylor Card, the, yeah. the smuggler guy. There's a lot of great characters, though. They're just... They're just so, let me get your take. Star yeah. Wars movies. You love them, you hate them? Oh, I love them. Like, all uh, of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think what... Because uh, I listen to all the... Kings of War podcast, unfortunately, or yeah. fortunately, pardon me. Well, no, unfortunately, uh, there's some bad words. <laughs> um, <clears throat> when is it? Was oh, it, uh, Unplugged Radio. Yeah, they, love their, those guys. Their 50th episode, they were one of the questions they asked was like, what, what was more, what would be uh, a bigger loss to you, or something like that, having to do either uh, Lord of the Rings or uh, Star Wars? If one of those was gone, like, which would be a bigger, you know, problem for you? And I started thinking about it's like Star Wars would be a bigger issue for me if it was like gone from the world because that is probably where I had more nerdy stuff but I realized my nerdiness for it didn't start with the movies it started with the Knights of the Old Republic video games when they came out so it's that's still you play Star Wars Legion by any chance have you tried that oh, I haven't yet I really now want they got to. the clone troopers and the droids out and I really models are great they are I want custom Jedi but since they're having like the uh, Clone Wars stuff that might be something that yeah. they have General Grievous is such a badass I can't even imagine like I'm sure there's some sort of special thing with him spending the lightsaber. So give me some shows that you're watching that, that I need to watch. Uh, well, do you like any anime stuff? I, I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, uh, Really Like Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix. That's a really good one. Yeah. Grappler Baki, or uh, Baki on there, too, just if you want, like, crazy nonsense. Yeah, I like crazy uh, nonsense. Um, and another good one. And there's another, there's a lot of martial arts animes on Netflix all of a sudden. Interesting. Uh, there, it starts with a. There's another one. I'm forgetting the title of it, but it starts with a K, and it's a. Um, it looks like it's more rotoscoped 3D on them, so that they you can. Actually, oh, it's a human burnt being and stuff. Yeah, so the it's, movement looks natural. Probably. Yeah, yeah, and it's really cool, but I, I cannot remember the title. It starts with a K, so if, yeah, I'm I'll sure look so. it up. Yeah, yeah. How about movies? Let's see. I ha- we haven't been seeing a lot of movies lately because it's. We. Trying to think of what, what was the last movie we saw, like in a theater. Are you gonna see Frozen too? Okay. Well, we don't have to be kids yet, yeah, so I mean, yeah. it's a little I got a ten-year-old, so I'm going. Yeah, I mean, I'm already like, I, I know this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Star Wars. We already bought the tickets for. Yes. Even with, I'm excited. So, I like Star Wars. I love, well, I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Some of the new ones, I'm like, eh. Yeah. But I did like Force Awakens. I mm-hmm. did like Rogue One. Oh, yeah. And I am very excited about this last one. I think they're yeah. going to do a great job. I don't, the Solo One was okay. I, it was the... the, pro, uh, the, the I didn't hate it. No, no, no. I didn't either. Uh, the My problem was that 
with it was a filmmaking standpoint. There was a lot of, I don't know why they did it, but the film itself the, was grainy, and I couldn't yeah, see it. Like, what are you trying to make time. a 70s movie or something? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, uh, yes, but you still have the camera in focus. Like, yeah. it looked like it was out of focus, and the guy didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. I, this is from me, like, because I've, like, uh, when I was starting out doing short films at school, I would have that problem where I forgot to put. I focus. wonder how much of that's result of just Ron Howard taking over last yeah. minute. I, who knows? Yeah, I mean, uh, it'd be interesting to see. But there's also, if they would have used it within the movie, it would have been better. Like, okay, you have it to where it's out of focus and kind of messed up for the beginning of the movie, and you're sort of mirroring what Hall Solo's going through where he is out of focus and not can't see where he's going and eventually by the end of the movie it's like super sharp focus because he knows his like, that would have been impressive yeah. had they pulled that off that's what see, this but it looked like an accident that I yeah yeah that's uh, but I will admit the uh, what is it when he's on like the mud planet it's like World War One yeah, that was weird. planet that was really cool I loved it, it yeah cool. uh, but yeah no I, I I think I'm like, oh, even, was it Last Jedi was the last one that came out? Yeah. It was, no, the Last Jedi Solo came out after Last Jedi. Which one, what was the one that just came out from Ryan Johnson? Or the, by, in their sort of thing. That's, the, Ryan Johnson did Last Jedi. Last Jedi, okay. And then, so yeah. and, and then Solo came out after that. That's right. And then it bombed, and now yeah. they're saying that, but I, I think it'll be fine. I think this yeah. last one, Jamie Abrams is going to pick it up. Oh, yeah. He's going to pick up, and he's going to make an amazing movie, and we're all going to like, this is the greatest thing ever. And mm-hmm. I think John Favreau's doing Man Warren, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, everything he's touched before is gold. Yeah. Iron Man, my favorite Marvel movie of Heck all time. Yeah. And so I can't wait to see Man Warren. No, I'm I am really excited. Yeah. What else? Book wise, you got any books for us? Um, if you haven't my well, okay, I've got a couple of them that if just like as far as my favorites go. Yeah, man. Uh favorite book ever is called on a Pale Horse. It's from the Incarnations of Immortality series. Okay. It's by Pierce Anthony. I don't like a lot of his stuff because he has some odd things here and there, but that is probably one of my favorite books in that whole series. Okay. When was it written, roughly? Yeah. 80s, late, 90s? Late 80s, okay. give or take. All right. Because uh, it's an alternate universe that instead of magic not being a thing, magic and technology went side yeah. by side, and it's like... The, what if the 80s were that? Yeah, uh, it's only 6.30. Can you believe that? Yeah, I know. This is like a lot later than that. Yeah. Uh, that one, and then uh, the first Law series by Joanne Pacrombi. Uh, everybody loves that book, right? right yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those books. They're, I mean, they're amazing, right? They really are. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Name of the Wind, another sure trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I, like, you know, I guess he hasn't thrown books out yet, right? Still the two? Yeah, uh, I think it's still just the two. Okay. Yeah. When also, the, he just, for that... Um, setting he just released a new book Joanne McCrobby like, really? yes it just came out like a few weeks ago oh, so I, yeah I think it's back it might be Logan Ninefingers running around now so nice uh, awesome. it'll be interesting um, yeah but no those, I, anytime I gotta talk about books I have to talk about those I books. understand so what else did we not chat about? what kind of music do you like? oh uh, it depends on the mood I'm in. I've gotten, because of Michelle, I've actually gotten into more like heavy metal stuff. Okay. She is like a big metal head. Oh, you're Michelle. My, my, Michelle, my wife. She yes. is a metal head. Yes. Okay. What bands? Like classic metal uh, or like more modern stuff? Uh, uh, anything from Metallica to Dragon Force to anything metal she will just... Yeah, no, that's her favorite kind. Uh, so I, I've gotten into that from there. And so when you play games at home, you just crank it up. 
Yeah, more or less. Uh, thankfully, not too loud because the neighbors would get us. So absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on and chatting with us, man. It's fun. Yeah. We'll have to chat with you tomorrow. Definitely. definitely. Sunday morning, rock up. I see a text from Dwayne Richardson, and uh, he, he says we're playing, so that's totally awesome. Uh, and then I get an early morning birthday present from Nathan. He says, not only are you playing Dwayne, you're playing loot. I'm like, if there's one scenario that I want to play with this army, this is it. Loot is the is great. Um, we deploy, we're doing our dance, and I realize I don't think Dwayne knows what I'm about to do. He's got his Brock Riders off in one corner, and I'm like, uh, those Brock Riders are going to be there the whole game. So he has two units of Brock Riders, and he's got two Mastiff packs behind there. He pops, I think he even went first, he pops the Mastiff packs out. He makes sure that I'm out of range of 20. But I then proceeded to just put one troop right dead middle between the Mastiff packs. And I proceeded to do that for the five next turns. So he did kill a lot of troops, which is going to be a, you know, a recurring theme. Um, and then two of the tokens, there's one in the middle and one to the right, I actually did my goblin shenanigans, you move up 10, you nimble pivot, and he's looking at me like, you are weird, dude, you're giving me your flank, and I'm like, well, first of all, you only move 8, this is what I'm saying in my head, and you're not going to get there, and I'm going to be long gone before you get over there, uh, so I move up 10, I give him the nimble pivot, I grab the token, it's top of the shooting, in top of the next phase, I drop the token, you know how this goes, right, it's like, pass, pass the baton back, so long story short, over the course of the game, um, I just throw chaff and chaff and chaff and also really helping me out there was a wall that I strategically put right in front of his army so two of his hordes had to go over a wall and uh, there was also a big force right in the middle of the table which also meant his army his, his hordes were struggling to get to me um, and long story short um, I had two tokens at the end of the game he had one and the best moment in the game I think it was five turn five where he looks up and he goes, I can't win this scenario. And I was like, that's correct. Because <laughs> I had, at that point, I had two um, troll hordes, each with a token, and I had buffers in front of them. And I just kept moving back and back and back. And so, realistically, he was probably never even going to get into combat with the trolls. But the funniest part, though, is even though I won the scenario, I only killed one unit. And that was on the bottom of six. I killed the Crater Earth Elemental. So it was still, a, I think it was a 13-7 victory to me. So through attrition, he still wiped, wiped the floor with me. Um, and those pretty Brock Riders, they just hung out there in the corner. Hung out in the corner. Welcome back to Counter Charge. This is Sunday afternoon. We have finished game four. I'm with the rock man himself, Dwayne Richardson. Dwayne, how you doing? Great, great. It's a fun tournament. So we actually finally got to play. Finally. We've been dancing around in the same orbits since 2016 at Lone Wolf when I met you and Mike. We finally got to play and uh, why don't you they already know what my army list is but why don't you, you're playing dwarves give us the army list and uh, your perspective on the game. My army list? Yeah. So um, 2750. It's a lot of of dwarves. I had to just find something that I had enough models for. I did too. So um, I ran two regiments of Brocks, um, Mastiffs, which are an two, awesome... Two regiments of Mastiffs? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, two regiments of um, Rangers that are the Harness's Hunting Party, which is awesome. They're great. With Elite. With Elite, so awesome. Stealthy, 
um, which I don't think we used we that. Did, we did not remember stuff. Not remember that it matters. That. I think I only did one wound or two wounds yep. in the whole game. Yeah, they still survive. Yeah. Kragoth, which is cool. Um, Stone Priest, a couple of battle drillers. So how excited are you for Stone Priest getting Bane Chan and Surge? I think it's awesome. Yeah. So I've never used a Stone Priest before, really, because I didn't use um, Big Rocks. But, I mean, the Big Rock is it's yeah. cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so excited about that. Um, the Battle Drillers, man, they're my MVP this tournament. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not winning games, but for 70 points, I'm deleting units with them. Exactly. And they're dangerous. Just, yeah. That's why I stay away from them. Yeah. So you also had in your list? I also had uh, Shield Breakers, uh, Horde. Um, a horde of ironclad and um, two regiments of iron guard two regiments of iron guard and you had characters right? and then characters yeah so I, I ran three Brock Lords two on uh, or berserker Brock berserker Lords yep. uh, two on Brock's and one with wings of honey maze um, so those were they did work they did like work. they do work they don't die they just yep. get yeah away. so um, super cool especially against your um, low defense that oh, yeah. worked out really well. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was good. The game we played though, I mean, scenario was perfect for you. Yeah, I got lucky. Um, big speed on, on pillage and then moving those tokens back. On loot. Yeah. Or loot. Yeah. And I think, I really think that nimble is what really helped you Yeah, because you lot. can move up 10, pivot. So you're effectively getting like a 12 and a half inch reach. Right. Um, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And then I, uh, you know, hindsight, like you asked me what I would do better. I would, I should have, because my Brock's got stuck in the corner. I should have lined my speed up against the three tokens, because that's all there were. And then, because um, I could Vanguard Kragoth up, I could Vanguard the Rangers up, and I should have done that. Push forward. Yep, and just push forward. It made and me come to you. Everybody, everybody follow up um, as slow as they are. So yeah. So the game actually went basically. I grabbed tokens early. I grabbed two out of three tokens early. And then just funnel them back to the three units, of, two of the three units of trolls. Yep. And then I just envelop them in a mass, a, a mass of flea bag riders. <laughs> a mass of and really, all things. I did on the right side, your left flank, was um, just try to hold you there as best as I could. Yep. Yeah, I knew you were going to kill them all, yeah. but just stay back there and right. just keep feeding stuff. And and then on the left flank, my left flank, your right flank, you had two rangers and the uh, the greater earth elemental. Again, just. I had a giant and a bunch of flea bags, and I just yeah. tried to hold it up. And yeah. it just, it, it worked because there was a couple of opportunities, I think, if you would have killed stuff a little faster yeah. and pushed forward. But by turn, bottom of, by, I think by five, I think we realized you weren't going to get through the layer. Yeah. You, but and then, just, then it's just a question of how much are you going to kill? And you did kill a crap ton of my army. I had 23 yeah. units, I ended with eight. I think you killed somewhere between 1,500 and 1,600 points yep. of units. And I killed. One unit, uh, the Greater Earth Elemental, yep. and that was on the bottom. Two hundred points. Yeah. Bottom of six. Yeah. Now, if we would have played turn seven, I think, I think you kill more stuff. Well, and I mean, honestly, two double ones. Yes. Um, Talk about were, that. So you double one one of the giants, which yep. then left the giant, but the, the that kind of sealed the Greater Earth Elemental's fate. Yeah. Because if the giant would have double one, he went in with his brother, yep. and they they did enough damage. Yeah. Um, but if it was just one giant. It would have been a lot less attacks, yep. and he probably because I needed I still need like a four or five. Yep. Yep. Might have been a seven or eight, and then it's not a not a, not yeah. a done deal. And then I and then double one anything. that whatever that um, unit was. Flea, was it a flea? Yeah, bag so you unit? had your flying. 
guy. Yeah. You're 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 Brock Lord on Brock character on foot with a, he's wings on enemies, right? Mm -hmm. And he double one. So he kind of like got tied up. No, the double one was, was on the Rangers on the right hand side when. Oh yes. The, because I, if I could have gotten rid of them, then I could have gone past oh. and gotten to the behind yep. behind your line. Yep, 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 yep. And yeah, there was a couple key ones. Trolls. I don't think I rolled any double ones. No, nope, you didn't. But I didn't get into many combats. Yeah, I was gonna say you didn't fight much. You I mean, came if stood I fought, in front of me. I fought like, and it was like, okay, I'm gonna do like one or two wounds. Yeah. And just, I mean, there's a lot of your units that had like two wounds on it. Yeah. Three wounds on it. Yeah. So it was weird. It, yeah, there was, was a not a whole game. lot of damage. It looked weird when you look at the table because it's like, I don't know how many units you had in your army, but I had 23. I think I had 19 drops total, though. Right, and uh, then it's a lot of characters. Yeah, because yeah. of characters. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was a fun game. It was just scenario wise for. Um, and but that's it. I, don't have, I, I, can't play, I can't play loot again. So. Right, yeah. So, yeah. They're going to so play now something now. I mean, I've had a three and one, and they've all been small wins okay. because I don't win attrition battles. Right. I lose attrition battles. Yeah. So you may be losing, they may be killing more like in our game. Yes. Of your army, and, I won but you're winning win, the game. I won a 14 point win, and ours was a 13 point win. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I have 40 points, and yeah. then three and one, which is bizarro. But, yeah. And my loss was a complete. Massacre. I played dwarves, and it was in dominate. I'm like, ah, okay, that's not where I want to yeah, see. Yeah, right. So, and he had a bunch of shooting. Get to just, the get to the middle and just and sit just shoot. There and, and it was like it was like a firing him. pit. It was like, <laughs> he just flame belched me off the table. So yeah, I only had giants left in that game. So I, you know, wow. I came away with a point. So how the rest of your weekend go so far? Who'd you play in the first round? Uh, first round played Billy. So Grudge Match. Billy, Billy Smith. So Billy dwarves Smith, on dwarves. Dwarves on dwarves. Yeah. And actually went way better than I expected. It was a great game. I, I heard he's not a very good tactician. Yeah, tactician. It was you know. He wasn't good. He he made a couple mistakes. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna cost you. Yeah, it will. Yeah. So um, so yeah, it wasn't a um, it wasn't a really bad loss. And then um, and that first scenario was the plunder, right? Plunder. Yeah. 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 So where you have loot tokens, but some are worth two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And control those. Yeah. Right. And then I played um, Ryan Johnson, who's a Sons of Vulcan guy, and Forces of Nature. Yep. And um, that, I got beat up pretty bad. Um, I think it was a 21 loss or 19 1 loss. Because um, it was the, um, it was the dominate. So to get into the middle, and he had two hordes of salamanders. And then he had the beasts that, um, it, it was just a bloody massacre. Um, and, because he got around to my mm -hmm. flanks and and then um, yeah, I lost it. So so you're one and one at that point. Yep, one. Well, no, I lost a, I lost. I was two or oh and two. Oh, you lost to Billy. Yeah, I lost. Okay, Billy. but it was closer. It was yeah, close it was closer. Okay. Yeah, and then um, got Billy's brother, Josh. Josh. You guys were loud. <laughs> it was the end of the night. We, yeah, we you guys. Break. How many miles did you break? Um, I didn't break any. How many miles did Josh break? Like four. Yeah. yeah. Billy was pretty mad about <laughs> yeah, that. Sure. For those who don't know, that's Billy's Forces of Nature Army, which is a pretty army. It is a pretty and Billy, army. And Josh got a little intoxicated yep. and was just smashing the models. Yep. Yep. Snap. So how'd that game end up? Um, I destroyed him. And that was the one that was pillage. Yes. And you're pretty good at pillage. Yeah. Because you can get on a token, they're not going to move you. Yep. You have a D6 and D5. D6, yep. Yeah. So he, yeah, he had no chance. And 
um, he just he was drunk and yeah, he just wasn't playing as well. So yeah. well, even when he's not drunk, he's not a good player. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he was 0-3. Yeah. So, but I will tell you, I mean, for game-wise, it was a very fun game. It was super fun. So yeah. So that was that was worth it. And so then, you're one win, mm-hmm. three losses. Yep. So you're gonna win the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Game five. Yeah. Let's do and it. Then you're two and three, and then you probably the you, you, you may have more counterpoints. You may have more points than I do. I only have 40 points. And there's 20 points for a win. Obviously. 19, 7, 26, 5, 31, 31. Yeah, it's right around 37, 38. Yeah, yeah, so you're only, like I've got two more wins, and I've only got like a four more points than you. <laughs> so take. Can you win your own counter charge one? I won it here the first year. Oh, did you? Yes. So yeah, I guess so. Uh, if That's I keep, awesome. if I play, if I lose big, I think I need to have a small loss to be in counter charge range. Yeah. I think a big loss would put me way. I mean, if I, if I got tabled, I mean. Be at forty points. Yeah. Do you know who you're playing? No, not yet. Okay. I did. Todd is at forty points, and I'm at forty points. Oh, so, so it might be Todd, might but, be Todd. but they might not. Yeah. You know, they might give Todd. A, Todd doesn't want to play me. He, you know, we play all the time. Yeah, right. So you having a good time? This is your first yeah. forge. First, first forge. I think, and the venue is pretty nice. I mean, it's not, it's not a huge GT. Obviously, I love it. That's my favorite size. Twenty-five to thirty players is my favorite yeah. size. Yeah, I mean, the room is great. Um, Size-wise, so nobody's you know bumping into each other. There's plenty of space to play, and yeah, Nathan's running a great a great tournament. Super easy, super chill. I just appreciate these giving me two scenarios that I can win. <laughs> yeah, or even even the first scenario I played Jackson. I mean, Vaseline, That's not an army I can beat. Yeah, but I can just get the tokens. Objectives. Yeah, just get the Objectives. tokens. So yeah, he's, but that means if I've played three out of four games with good scenarios for me. Oh, maybe we'll play invade. Oh, oh I would like that. Yeah, I can you get can over get to cross. But then, yeah. but then again, I'm gonna die. So it won't matter. Well, I'll be dead at the end of the game. Not if you. Not if the trolls are scary enough. They haven't right. been scary at all. <laughs> the trolls and the giants yeah, have to be they, scary. They haven't enough. been scary at all. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith. Or you just get over and park your stuff in front of them so they can't invade. Like you did with, with me. the rocks, yep. yeah, just, yep. just just like that, and don't even charge. Just yeah, put them in front just, of the dogs. Yep. Like, okay, uh, yeah. Just Here's another there. unit. I'll Here's another unit. An inch away. I've got sixteen of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're multiplying. I will say they're hard though, because with all that movement, it was a little too it's not an easy army to like figure out the geometry in yeah. a lot of cases. And, that, and you know, the nimble, like you said, is a huge thing of that army yeah. because you're able to pivot. You know, you're able to move sideways, yeah. and pivot. Nope, yep. oh, must be time. Must be well, time. That's, thanks for chatting. Yeah, absolutely. And in game five, I played Mr. Perkins. I love playing Todd, but let's cut to the chase. That list was going to eviscerate me. We're playing control, which I wouldn't normally hit control, but I can't hold it. Because if he touches me, he blows on me, and then they die. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, we went through six turns. Luckily, we didn't get turn seven. He won like four to one. Uh... In terms of table, you know the the the, the table sections, um, and he killed two thousand points in my army. It was ridiculous, dude. He just he decrushed me. So uh, on the weekend, I ended up three and two, which I'm really happy with, um, but only forty one points because three little tiny wins and two big big losses. So how'd you end up? 
So I ended up uh, after the whole weekend with two wins, uh, two losses, and one draw with uh, 50 something points, 52, 51-ish, somewhere. Looking back on my list, what I would change, honestly, uh, this formula that I've been playing with has been pretty solid. Uh, and, and it's been doing fairly well. I have noticed that the second edition Greater Earth Elemental, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, he just, eight attacks, you know. I mean, even if you get him in the flanks, it's nice, but I find that with the Martyr's Prayer Crutch, I'm not surging as much, I'm usually healing. And so I'm not really utilizing his surge ability to the greatest, of, you know, that I could. So I think if I could have changed it, uh, maybe the Greater Earth Elemental would come out. But to be honest, the reason I took him is because I made a giant cool model for it. I, I converted a Mantic Giant into a Greater Earth Elemental, and I just I wanted to take it because it looked cool. Um, that would probably be the number one thing that I would change. In terms of my list, I don't. I honestly don't think <clears throat> there's really, if you're going to play this style of list, there's really nothing else I can do. You're, you're going to have some scenarios you can do good in, you're not going to kill anything, which we'll talk about my attrition, which was abysmal. I, I you know, again, I, I still stand by not having any inspiring because honestly, if I'm spending, you know, a couple hundred points in inspiring, you know, most of the time they're only needing fours and fives, right? Uh, I mean, occasionally there would be a shooting scenario on the flank where they only did one wound and they only need like a 10 to pop me. You know, inspiring would have been nice there, but there's no way I could get, I would be able to cover all that stuff. So I'm just gonna say, you know what? I'm, I, I would probably leave the leave it alone. Um, in terms of how I played though, maybe I think in the wins, I actually used the trolls correctly, which is to really just grab tokens and hold on to them. Um, I think in the other games where I didn't have a real good shot, like in Dominate or in um, against Todd with the Bash Lands, I really should have just pushed those guys up and just pushed them right up in the grill and let them kill the, you know, get them sunk in, use them as anchors, and then maybe try to envelop them with the with the sniffs and the flea bags. But at hindsight's 2020. Um, flea bag riders aren't going to no. period. So, and when it's defense five or defense six, backed up by either iron resolve and heal or either Mars prayer. I mean, it is what it is. So, uh, should we chat? Should we chat about the awards? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for the first time in Forge history in three years, a member of Sons of Vulcan has not won best Fuck overall. Sons of Vulcan. Yes. So Shannon Shoemaker in Shannon Shoemaker style has invaded the Southeast once again. Our champion, again, our hero. Our hero. And has taken the first place overall Forge trophy, which is delightful. Um, second place, unfortunately, Keith Randall, uh, who those of you might remember from recent Elf <laughs> Review, won second place. Um, it's probably the last time that's going to happen. And then in third place, we had uh, Sean Williams, who we all thought was kind of a has-been, but who Turns remarkably... Out a loss and a draw, but he must have... Had, and he tabled Jackson. Yeah, I mean... So when you play... When Sean plays a, a, a baby seal, he goes ahead and clubs him. Yeah, me clubs the hell out of him. Uh, I mean, sometimes you just gotta, you know, beat up on a 12-year-old to make yourself feel good about yourself since you peaked at Masters three years ago. We love Sean. Let's we do honest. love Sean. Sean is, we're, we're, Sean we're is a delight. He's, he's, if he's not going to listen, let's be honest. He's, he's far too educated to listen to this. That's feel. absolutely true. So, But Nathan might tell him. Best sports. Three-way tie. It was a three-way tie. Cindy, Shelby Perkins, and Alan. And so I think, if, if I remember Nathan correctly, the, the way he judged it, 
the tiebreaker was identical for like three or four layers. And so he ended up just having to roll. And uh, UK style. That's how they do it in the UK. So uh, Shelby Perkins ended up winning it, which Woo-hoo. is awesome because Shelby, Shelby awesome. totally deserves it. Uh, and she's delightful. So she won Best Sports. And then, uh, uh, as I alluded to earlier, I ended up taking the Best Painted Trophy. So now I have three, and I'm going to stack them into a pyramid yeah. on my trophy rack at home. I'm really excited about that. Countercharger with the J.J. Jones? Yep. J.J. Jones got Countercharger. I'm still mad I don't have one of those. I'm working on it. I think it. you're like one of the few callers yep. that don't have one. Yep. Me and Gibney, I think. We're just well, about Gibney's never going to win. Right. I think there was a chance where he was going to win one time. And we... The League of Infamy took care of that. <laughs> but uh, was that all the awards? Uh, I, I won. What did I win? Oh, you won the Pillow Fighter Award, which is the least attrition at the entire event. Uh, uh, I I was trying to think how many points I actually killed out of five games. It may have been like fifteen hundred points in five games because <laughs> I don't think I killed I didn't kill any against John. I only killed the Greater Earth Elemental against um, uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, yep, uh, and. Maybe maybe two thousand points. I mean, it was it, so like when Nathan said, and now let's give this award to the. I was like, oh crap. I mean, I'm like, there's no question. There's no. I, I did not win attrition in any game, not even close. So I mean, I think yeah, it was bad. So, but I knew that going in that that army couldn't do that. So that was interesting. I uh, great prize support by the way. Huge thanks to Ty Perkins and all the people that donated to. Uh, I know David Lundy donated some and Sonja Vulcan. Donated some. I mean, that was great. Uh, I I love the trophies. Those are awesome. Yeah, it's super unique because I like I love when events have their own cool trophy and it's called you know they're the sons of Vulcan and you know the the whole the thing's called the Forge and so of course they have an anvil as a trophy. So I think that's super thematic and rad. And you know when you show people like, hey, look, I got a five pound anvil as a trophy. That's you know it's a conversation piece. Absolutely. Well, now let's kind of wrap this up with maybe a discussion of why you love this event because yeah. for me it's one of my favorite yeah absolutely this is one of my favorites as well and uh, I was talking to Rob earlier because we went to Mountaineer together and I think the reason why I enjoyed Mountaineer so much is a lot of it reminds me of the Forge and the Forge is just a super cleanly run just cleanly run event uh, Nathan does an excellent job of running everything on time the hotel it's held in is really nice. Uh, it's comfortable. The rooms are inexpensive. There's plenty of food really close by. And, I mean, it doesn't hurt that it's three and a half hours away from home. So it's one of the closest tournaments that I can get to. Um, the people there are all wonderful. There's usually a really good – I mean, there's usually quite a few people that are there trying to squeak out some master's points. But, honestly, there's also usually quite a few people there just to have a good time because it is pretty centrally located for our region. Um but yeah, it's just a really well-run event. Nathan puts on a good show, and I always enjoy it. As long as they're holding it, I'm going to go. So It's also one of the cheapest grand tournaments in the country at like $45 admission, which is pretty great. So yeah. can't beat that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything you just said, but I think a couple more things I'll add to it is because the venue is small and limits it's probably to around 30 players, that's the sweet spot for me. 26 to 32 players is the perfect size event. It's big enough that you can really, you get enough, it's big enough that you get separation, 
that you got the really good players playing the really good players and you got the chumps playing the chumps and you got the you know what I mean like you, you all find your own little niche that you're playing in um, but it's also uh, a small enough room that you get to meet everybody and hang out and there's some camaraderie like you know Adepticon six players or Lone Wolf 80 players whatever you might meet a lot of those players but there's going to be some people you just you just can't meet I also like that it's such a friendly room like even today we had several players that had posted on the counter charge page hey uh we know you're coming to, and i said i'm coming to the event and they're like hey we're gonna come and just check it out and i thought that was cool shout out to those guys that joined us today and just like watched a few games uh, hopefully we'll see them at some events i know that john martin is there in birmingham now so uh, or in the near at least in the near the nearby area so he needs to start playing with the sons of vulcan uh but yeah i i everything about this event is tremendous I mean it starts with the fact that it's so close that we can leave on a Saturday morning and it's like less impact on our families we can like Sunday you know Saturday morning 4 a.m. we're out and then we're back by 7 8 o'clock Sunday night and it's uh, uh, I just um, and you know it's funny we've had this conversation a hundred times but I'll say it one more time um, I love the fact that we have events that they're not all cookie cutter so we have hobby events and you got this event where the, the soft scores are capped and I like it. I, you know, I don't want to go to the same. I, I don't want to play in the same style event every single time. And this is the kind of event where I think it makes you a better player because you don't, you really don't have the crutch, right? Um, so I, it's fun. And and also, you know, uh, we've been playing up to this point. It's been eighteen fifty, which I really enjoy that points level. Um, I have to say, I really enjoyed twenty seven fifty. It was interesting. So I don't know. You have any final thoughts? Uh, I think just to finish up, uh, I, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I, I like not going to the exact same event over and over again. And, you know, you would think someone like me, who tends to be more like hobby focused, uh, that this would be a terrible tournament for me with the capped hobby scores and all that kind of stuff. But it's just it's just a good event and it's a smooth, well-run event. And so I like to go. Also, it's really close. That cannot be discounted enough. Um, but yeah, I had a rocking time, and like I said, I will keep going as long as they're holding it, because I would love to have more anvils. Highlight of the weekend, Josh. Last night. Uh, I'm Aaron. Um, I think this is my first time on the podcast. First um, time. Yeah. I don't. I don't like grabbing the microphone, but you handed it to me, so. I pushed it in your face. So yeah, I'm with the uh, the Blue City Brawlers here out of Memphis, and. Uh, I, uh, I don't get to play with them as often as I'd like, but um, I, I, when I can get away and get to a tournament and get a, a couple of games in, I always have a, a good time. So uh, I play the, the Ratkin. Um, been playing them for long enough that I'm telling my age by, uh, by saying 20 years, I think. Um, I started in the, the early 90s when the, they were the Skaven and they still lapped around from the back rank to the front. Um, so I've, I've just loved playing the rats forever because it, it's morphed over time. But um, back when, you know, one roll of the dice could blow off half of the army on either side of the table, yours or theirs, it was, uh, was, was fun for me. Um, they're a different army to pilot these days, but, uh, but I still have fun with them. Um, for this list, I... Uh, well, and for this event, I just... I have... 2750 easy, but I don't have all of the models I want in the configuration for an optimal list that I would have built, and I don't take the 
the hobby time these days to, to special build, uh, you know, for a, a jump in points like that. So, uh, had a few constraints on what I brought, but, um, but, uh, still like the list that I put together pretty darn well. Um, I think a lot of players will tell you one side or the other on Warriors with the, the rats that, that they're, they're either not worth taking at all or that they fill a niche and, and they're good for unlocks. So I'm of the not worth taking camp. Um, brought huge legions of slaves, uh, brought uh, hordes and hordes and hordes of shock troops and hordes and hordes of blight. A uh, little bit of uh, shooting support with... Um, the, uh, the claw shots and a couple of lightning bolts here and there uh, brought the uh, the demon prince with wings um, pretty much been pulled back to believe that's an auto include for the threat potential um, even if it doesn't actually dish out the damage it gives you board control and, and blocks up a couple of flyers um, gone uh, back and forth between assassins and war chiefs and uh, I went with the war chief with this one um, and uh, going into the weekend my expectation really was just to, to have some fun at the tables to roll some dice with some friends and uh, to push my little toy soldiers around on some scenery um, and uh, did all that and actually wound up um, day one way better than I expected and overall for the weekend about what I felt I had coming for, for the amount of times I get to play But uh, Saturday morning, we got uh, got up and got out of Memphis super early. Um, but that's um, that's cool for this event because we I didn't I was able to work on Friday and not worry about it. Um, and then uh, Saturday we hit the tables around uh, hit town around eight eight fifteen ish, and then we're able to hit the table at nine um, and uh, play all day long. Had a great time. Uh, game one um, started out against Ryan. Uh, he was running some forces Ryan of nature. Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Um, he was running some forces of nature, and uh, I think that played to my advantage because he was a little rusty with that list. Uh, so we, uh, my, my having to reference back and forth on not the core concept of what my army did, but even just some of my numbers. Um, didn't didn't slow me up uh, too bad, and uh, we were both kind of in the same boat on that. So um, wound up uh, being really effective thanks to some hot dice and uh, just a couple of good charges that went in my favor. And I think I caught a lucky snake eyes that kept one of my units in it. Um, took a, a good win against him. Um, but that, uh, that put me Icarus real quick because I round up going um, round two into Keith Randall and uh, buzzsawed back the other way. Um, I think I, was, I lost about three to 17. I, I had a mercy unit or two left on the table at the end and uh, was able to do the math real quick on attrition. Um, but it's always fun to play him even when, when it, 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 you know, he smiles and, and helps you, you see where you're, you know, you're going to run into some trouble if you make a bad move. Um, he's gracious about it. So uh, that was still a fun game. Um, it was my round three. Oh, Michelle. I played Michelle's Night Stalkers. Um, Michelle Jones. Michelle Jones. And I know she's uh, super amped about what they're morphing into for, uh, for third edition. 
but uh, she still played her second edition strong. Um, I still um, hate the. Uh, uh, they start with a B. Yeah, the Butchers. I still hate the Butchers units. Um, they give me fits all day long. Uh, but my claw shots, even um, with the stealth, were able to uh, to really take advantage of some of the height four monsters, um, which is kind of what they're on the table for, and uh, at least take them down a few pegs to where I could finish them off in combat. Uh, butchers that get uh, bark skinned are no joke. Um, that's a defense six unit that will hurt you. And um, and it was a, it was a fun game and a, a small win on my favor. So. Wrapped up day three, or day one, um, three games at uh, two wins and a loss. So, uh, felt good about it. Uh, had fun hanging out after the games with everybody. I um, think uh, we all kind of... It's, it's a lot of folks that I've seen now three or four tournaments in that, that I'm starting to get to know a little bit. And uh, this tournament's kind of... A good gathering point for everybody because it's 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 easy for a lot of folks to get to so uh so we all went out to dinner had some fun came back talked about what third's gonna look like and um got ready for the next day then i hit day two <laughs> and, or day uh, two hit you day two hit me yeah um yeah i uh ran against the mongols have never played against a uh uh a Mongol oh, list they before. Elves. They will. It looked like elves, uh, but no. Jason. Um, Jason was running. As I don't know his Jason last name. Britt. Britt. Yeah. Jason was running. Was running the Mongols, and uh, I thought I knew what they did. Um, conceptually, the hit and run, the the fade left, fade right. They're facing any direction, shooting through lines, shooting any direction they want. Just kind of craziness like that. But I didn't realize was how effective it would be. Uh, so I didn't block up. I thought running a thin line, um, just pushing it the whole way and keeping him from being maneuverable was going to work for me. But I didn't realize all of the elite, all of the vicious, all of the, the, the re-rolls he was pounding at me. He was wounding on fives and sixes. Hitting on fives with... He'd throw 20 dice and 16 of them would come up hits by the time the, the it was done. It just pounded me and, and broke holes in my lines and I couldn't keep my flank supported. I should have blocked up a little bit more um, and uh, I'm just pushed down one side of the board maybe. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to seeing Mongols again, I'll tell you that. Um, but, you know, it, it was still uh, still fun to be rolling dice and, and, and I walked away from the table with a smile. Um, and then I got to play Jackson. Oh, uh, zero to 20 tabling against the Mongols, by the way. Um, then I got to play Jackson, and uh, I think we've all commented on how much fun he is on the table. Um, I mean, he'll just talk a big game, whether he thinks that unit really is going to do something or not, he's going to say it's about to before he charges it. Um, he'll tell you all day long how good he's going to do, and uh, he backed it up against me today. Um <laughs> Hey. So, now the second loss to Jackson. Second loss to Jackson. I've never lost to Jackson, so. Well, um, those I just, <laughs> I mean, I, the Flyers are scrambling all over. I'm chasing my tail around the board. He's got some solid blocks, and, and he started 
playing conservative with him, which uh, was why I beat him the first time. Uh, it's because he took, took the wild charges I baited him with and, and let me control the game. And uh, he didn't do that this time. Um, he uh, he took it back. He uh, he brought he brought a good list and he he, uh, he took took his time. He pulled out one of my guys on a wild charge and uh, basically I. Uh, I ran that game backwards and, um, and and had fun telling him, calling out what I was going to kill and, and uh, even when it didn't happen. Uh, the infuriating thing was his dice wavered every freaking unit in my army. Just He wouldn't just kill something and let me run through the gap. He would just put uh, just, just enough wounds, boom, you're roadblocked and you're blocking yourself in. Boom, you're roadblocked and you're blocking yourself in. So uh, we went back and forth, but uh, he took the day on that one. So out of five games, I took two wins. Um, I took them early, so I had a good uh, good tournament experience. I think I didn't start off salty with a couple of losses, and uh, you know I got to got to hang out. So yeah, good tournament, good times, uh, good good fun with uh, Nathan uh, and the Sons of Vulcan being gracious hosts. Um, picked good scenarios I want to say I got to play a little bit of everything it wasn't it wasn't you know too much token based it wasn't too much of uh we didn't have to play kill you know there wasn't any anything I didn't enjoy about the scenario spread um everything ran on time all the scoring was pretty simple um we didn't go oh crap where'd this player packet go oh where am I doing for this oh what table do I have to be on uh, and part of that is that the venue is nice and compact, but big enough for everybody to move around in, but easy enough to find your tables. Um, easy to run out to lunch. I uh, love coming to Birmingham because you grab Milo's when you go to Birmingham, and if you don't, you're a fool. And, uh, and I, I think that's that on that. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. I want to thank everybody for coming out for the third annual Forge GT. This was our largest one yet. We're going to hope to try and get bigger next year as well. So, but again, thanks for everybody. I know it's the last event of the season. And, you know, it's coming up on the holidays and stuff like that. But thanks for everybody coming out. I hope everybody had a good time. Hope everybody enjoyed it. First off, I want to give some thanks again, like I did in the opening ceremony first. I want to thank the Sons of Vulcan Club for helping out with Show the rain and everything like that. Show <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, you know, this is not an easy thing to put on, and without the support of these guys, we wouldn't be able to do this every year, right? So um, I also want to thank uh, everybody that donated prize support. So uh, the Perkinses did a fantastic job helping us out with prize support. Uh, David Lundy donated prize support for us as well. You know, I, I try to just accumulate stuff throughout the year and, you know, 
when I win stuff or win gift certificates, usually I'm just buying it, putting it back. That's not enough, right? And so, um, you know, from as a club, we kind of view this as our chance to give back to the whole Kings of War community, right? So, um, this is just thanks to you guys, right? So, thanks for coming out and doing all this. Um, and again, thanks to everybody for showing up. Thanks to the players, right? You can't have tournaments if we don't have players, right? So, we're going to work our way up here a little bit, right? So, uh, it was a super, super tight race uh, for the best overall award this year. Uh, the leader changed hands probably four times, okay? So, it was almost like uh, Talladega. You know, and then, you know, like we say, rubbing, it's not, uh, if you're not rubbing, you're not racing, right? So, anyways, the, the, I hate to say this, because this is the first time a Sons of Vulcan player has not won the Forge. Yeah! <laughs> but the winner this year, best overall, is Mr. Shannon Shoemaker. And you can pick uh, anything back here behind the uh, trophy. So we got uh, Kings of War second edition or third edition starter set. We've got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the models with the same thing back there, or there. Right. Yeah, just the models is back there in that cardboard box. And then. Uh, or I can split with somebody so they want like half the stuff. That's okay. Yeah, this, does this have a? This is I'll get that myself. I'll get that myself. <laughs> it's fine. It's awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you, man. So, in second place, uh, yeah, I don't know. He had to leave um, because apparently he's got something going on at home with a wife. I have no idea. That would be Mr. Keith Randall came in second place. Yeah, the ringer's second place. Take a picture. The ringer got second. Yeah, yeah. We'll take a picture. We'll just superpose. Mail it to him. Yeah. And you can pick something out, or Keith can just get whatever the left is. No, get the shittiest thing up here. Yeah. 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 Give us a set of trays. And in third place. Uh, this was really close. We at least have one Sons of Vulcan on the uh, on the podium. All right, it's not who you think it is. Mr. Sean Williams came in third place. Bam! And pick anything you want. All right, there you go. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> Uh, next up, we're going to do best sports. Now, this was the tightest best sports we've ever had, okay? Um, there were three people that were tied, and I had to go to the documented random dice roll to figure out who won. So, <laughs> because the tiebreaker was the most number of uh, top rankings in sports, then the second, and all three had the same distribution. So, the three uh, sports players, um, I'm not going to tell you who won yet, right? were Shelby Perkins, oh, yeah. Alan Morrison, oh. and Cindy Perkins. Yeah. And the, uh, the winner, thanks to Lady Luck, is Miss Shelby Perkins. Yeah. She's <laughs> 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 
Oh, and get a bronze. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of language. Right. <laughs> 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 how close was it? Uh, best sports. sports. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, best painted, and I don't know why we even track this. Or, uh, you know, Mr. Billy Smith has won it again. <laughs> Now I can make a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it is All right. Things. So. It's so um, painted. I don't want to paint anything. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, there's a few other awards we like to give out, right? Um, one of which is. Uh, Started by the famous Mr. Phaneuf here, right? So this is the Countercharger Award, who is in exactly the middle of the pack, right? We have a new winner for this this year. It is J.J. Jones in the middle of the pack. Way to be average, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pick up a prize over here. JJ. Oh, get another prize too, yeah. That was a prize. That was a prize. There you go. All right. <laughs> and then um, the, uh, the, the last major award that I like to hand out every year, right? This is something we started the first year. A lot of, a lot of places do the most killy, things like that. We don't care about that, right? This is a this is a fun event, right? So I like to give away what we like to call the Pillow Fighter Award. Oh, no. <laughs> this year, <laughs> same joke every year, but this year it is Mr. Rob Fanel. I knew it. Some sort, right? Everybody's got something? 
Cool. All right. So again, thanks everybody for coming out. Thanks everybody for helping tear everything down. Big thanks to Nathan. So. <laughs> We'll be around this same time next year, so you know, mark on calendars if you had a good time. So, all right, yeah. thanks for coming. Be safe going home, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.